Hello and welcome to episode number 93 of the Hobbies and Happiness podcast, where we talk about the hobby that makes us happy, tabletop gaming. I'm one of your hosts, Dan. I'm Jim. Today we're going over short-term versus long-term. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's right. We're, we're talking about a, a very interesting topic this week. Um, like Jim said, short-term versus long-term. And uh, before we get into it, we've got a few things that we want to go over. The first, the first being our sponsor, our sponsor, Amazon Audible. If you head over to our affiliate link, www.audibletrial.com forward slash hobbies and happiness, you can sign up for your free 30-day trial of Amazon's Audible service. That's right. Amazon, uh, Audible is Amazon's audiobook service. So when you sign up, when you follow that link, sign up, you get a free, th- you get a free credit, free credit added to your account. Okay, so uh, follow that link, sign up, you get that free credit. You, once you redeem that credit, that book will stay on your account forever. That's right. You don't lose that book, even if you cancel the service. If you say you do not want to listen to Audible anymore, well, you still get to keep that book on your account. And what's even better is if you are an Amazon Prime member, you get additional credit. So you get two free credits added to your account when you sign up over at www.audibletrial.com. Hobbies and happiness. Follow that link. Sign up for your free 30 day trial today. Get that free book added to your account. All right. Now, I need to talk about this before I forget. Uh oh. Okay. Last week, ladies and gentlemen, at the beginning, oh, yeah. at the beginning of the podcast, we said, we said, stay tuned until the end because we have a special announcement about something coming up. We meant stay tuned until next week. Yeah. We meant stay tuned, stay tuned until next week because now we're going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. So, what we're doing, we did this a couple of years ago, but a community game day. So uh, June 10th, June 10th, that is a Saturday, um, time frame is going to be around noon. So it's going to be between 12 to 5 o'clock in the afternoon. All right. If you are in the southwest suburbs of Chicago in New Lenox, Illinois, you can come on out to the Lincoln Way Special Recreation Association building. And uh, yeah, we're just going to be hanging out, playing games with the community. And it's going to be a fun, fun time. I'm going to fill up my car with games, okay? Or there's going to be people playing a lot of Magic. Uh, there's going to be people playing Yu-Gi-Oh! People, there's going to be people playing a lot of different card games. Mm-hmm. I know there's going to be people playing DC Deck Building Game. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've, got a, we've got a few people in our community who would love that game. So <laughs> when they see those new boxes from uh, Injustice and the Multiverse sets, they're going to they're gonna be like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, mark it on your counter. If you are in the area, um, it's I, I don't want to say it's only for locals. Anyone can come out, but I highly doubt there's going to be people there's going to be people traveling. <laughs> Feel free to travel if you want, but it's really we'll even the farthest <laughs> person who travels to this event will make you an honorary member there you, of something. Of something. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll 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 make it happen. We'll so, even make it up. Yeah. So so again, June 10th. June 10th. Uh, we will also, we're going to announce this on all of our social channels, but we want to be sure we're talking about it here. So for our podcast audience, you can all know about it. June 10th, about 12 to five in the afternoon, uh, here in new Lenox, come out, come on, hang out with us and our community. It's going to be a great, great time. Okay. All right. Got that out of the way. Yes. Made sure to talk about that. We did not forget this time. Didn't forget. Okay. That was our second sponsor, Hobbies and Happiness. Yeah, Thanks, ourselves. guys. You're the best. <laughs> All right. So today, today's topic is it's an interesting one. Um, it's it's kind of 
kind of a um, continuation of what we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. So what we're talking about today, like Jim, like Jim said, short-term versus long-term. So um, I kind of got the idea from um, Linus Sebastian. For those of you who don't know, um, if you've been on YouTube for any length of time and you're in the tech sector, <laughs> you probably know Linus Tech Tips. Okay. So I came across a video today I posted, I think it was posted a few days ago, mm-hmm. but Linus is leaving. He's not leaving. He's, he's retiring. He's stepping down from, from CEO, from the CEO <laughs> position. Okay. Um, so if you haven't seen that video, go check it out. I'll be sure. We'll be sure to link it down in the description, but it was a really, really great video. Um, now, Jim, like what was your, what was your take on that video? I mean, after watching it, like what, what was yeah. your main takeaway? Oh, I I completely understand where the guy's coming from. You know, it's like where the company was for him and everything that he was doing. You know, it it branched out or it grew into something huge, something that he didn't know that he was, you know, uh, cut out to do. And and in the video, he talks about how he's just like, I'm just so tired. Mm -hmm. And it's it's uh, he's doing so much more work that he. I guess doesn't want to do. I, I guess you say right. Um, and uh, you know, it's it's just him realizing what it is that he wants to do inside the company. And since they're so big and massive, you know, they they're able to now go ahead and find that more niche role for him. Right. So it's. Uh, I think I think it's a great move for him. Mm-hmm. It's definitely going to make him happier. I'm sure. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> um, right. And he was saying like a few months ago, weeks ago, that he did a live stream talking about that he was thinking about retirement. That was years oh, ago. That was years that ago. That was years ago. Oh my ago. goodness. Yes. He's been putting up with it that long. Yeah. Then? It's, Holy cow. Yeah. That was a live stream from years and years ago. And wow. so that thumbnail, I mean, I remember watching that video. <laughs> Immediately when I saw it, I clicked on it because it yeah, basically yeah. said, I'm thinking of retiring. Yeah. That was, that was the thumbnail to that video. Yeah. And it's not like he was just so unhappy, but. Like, yeah. I mean, this this company like is his baby, yeah. right? And he, you know, he has a he has a child, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and like Linus is the type of person who you can tell loves loves Yvonne, <laughs> loves his wife, loves his kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but like that company has just grown exponentially oh, yeah, and massively. Um, Linus does some amazing work, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's been around for he's been around for a long time, so. For him, like just stepping, finally stepping down from the CEO role. I yeah. mean, he's not going anywhere. Like yeah, he's no. he's doing the stuff that he's good at and he loves doing. Yeah. Like I get it. Like being a manager, not everybody's cut out to be a manager. Yeah. And it's not all that it's cracked up to be. Mm-hmm. Like being the guy in charge and being the one making all the decisions is like honestly, dude, there's times where I'm just like, I don't want to be doing some of this stuff. I want to be doing this <laughs> stuff over here, but if I don't do it, then it's not gonna get done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So running a company and making those decisions, like I get it. I cannot imagine on the scale that they're at. <laughs> so it's 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 a good it's a good move for him. Yeah. And you know, hopefully it ter- hopefully it works out for him personally and mm-hmm. in the company. Hopefully they continue to grow and just yeah. continue to see huge success, mm-hmm. which I know they're going to. Oh yeah. 100%. So but in that video, he talked, he talked a little bit. Um he 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 said the word short term. Okay. And immediately when he said that, my my ears perked up a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, so in the course of that video, um, he let he let it known 
um, that there was an offer on the company for was a hundred million dollars. Yeah, yeah, sixty percent cash, forty percent, forty percent equity. Company. Yep, yep. Um, wow. And, and so he was talking about. You know, you know, do we take that short-term gain? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't want to give up what this company is and what we've built. Yeah. Are we um, compromising on our values as a company? And so last week, you know, we talked we talked about Star Wars Unlimited, and what we talked about a lot a lot of that conversation was thinking about short-term and long-term, mm-hmm. trying to make profit in the short-term to. Um, Tied yourselves over as a company while you're focusing your main efforts on this other project that you think is the winning project, but your no is not going to be successful for a few years down the line and just needs more R&D, right? So the word I was looking for in there was fiduciary duty and fiduciary responsibility, right? Mm -hmm. So that is public. You understand the concept, correct or no? Honestly, I can barely even pronounce the word. Fiduciary. Yeah. All right. So, so essentially, essentially, what it means is like if it, you're if you're a publicly traded company, mm-hmm. uh, my understanding and correct me if I'm wrong. People could, people will correct me if I am wrong on this, but it is either you have a obligation and you may have a legal obligation mm-hmm. if you're a publicly traded company to um, make your shareholders profits. So you have to continually provide your shareholders of your company. They need to continually see gains, yeah. uh, basically profits and increase in profits year over year over year. Yeah. That that's the that's the concept in in a nutshell. So fiduciary duty, fiduciary responsibility. So um, on the one hand, like that's your duty and responsibility as a manager. Right, as an executive officer, mm-hmm. but on the other hand, I don't know if it's like a legal, like if you have a legal responsibility to that, or if it's just like a moral slash ethical responsibility, right? right? Right. So that is basically the entire concept of what we were talking about last week, right? Mm-hmm. So, so you we apply. Let's let's apply that concept right to. A game, right? If you're a company, you're pu- again. Let's talk Wizards. Wizards of the Coast and Hasbro, right? Yeah. They are a publicly traded company. Okay? Yes. So they have that fiduciary duty to their shareholders, mm-hmm. right? And that's why you know when they have their shareholder meetings. I mean, there's a lot of news always going out about here's what was discussed in the, in this meeting, and then you know people most of the time it's everybody complaining about mm-hmm. what's been said, and oh, they're not focusing on X, Y, and Z. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. So that's that's where you know when, when you get into a company that's not publicly traded, then that's they're completely private. They don't really have that. They don't have that responsibility to anybody. Right. It's the owners basically deciding what they're going to do. Right. They have fans, great, but they don't have an they don't have a real tangible responsibility to them other than what would be like a moral or ethical responsibility mm-hmm. that is perceived essentially from the marketplace. Okay. Nothing legal, nothing legally binding, no no nothing. Okay. Right? It's just, hey, this is our company, we're doing we're doing what we think is best, mm-hmm. right? So from from that standpoint it, it makes sense, right? If you are a publicly traded company and hey, we have this really great idea, <laughs> but it's we're it's going to take a lot of R&D. Meaning we're not going to see any profit from this project for at least five years. Mm-hmm. I mean, talking talking about Star Wars Unlimited and Lorcana, we know how long those games were in 
those games were in the works for years. Yeah. Right. And so are they seeing any returns on those? No, they're not. They're not. They're they're not seeing anything because nobody's buying it. They can't because mm -hmm. it's not ready to go. Mm -hmm. So what do you do if you're a publicly traded company in the meantime? You have to make your shareholders money. What are you gonna do? You got yes, gotta do something. And that's where and that's where I think, right, you see a lot of these. Hey, we we made this overnight. It's a mobile game, and you know that's where Marvel Snap. I'm sorry, no, it's not. That that's Diablo that is not nice. Immortals making two million dollars a day. Just so you know. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think no, but, the but wrong but, line of work. But but Marvel Snap, like saying that about Marvel Snap. Yes, it was a joke. I love Marvel Snap. It's a fun game. Um, I just streamed that last week. Mm -hmm. uh, did you did you catch that stream at all? I wasn't able to know. You weren't able to know. It's I think I streamed for like three and a half hours. I was just playing Mar all I was doing is playing Marvel Snap. Mm -hmm. That's it. Just straight Marvel for three Snap. Three hours. For three Holy three cow. and a half hours. Uh, I could not I, I think I think at hour two, like right around the two hour mark, I'm like, all right, last game, last game, guys, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, no, that uh turns out that was a lie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mm -hmm. He went on a lose streak, and he's like, I can't end the night like this. That's literally how it goes. You all know. You all know that's how it goes, man. Mm -hmm. oh and then my you're God. just so mad throughout the entire night. Yep. You're like, I should have just called it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, went on a bender. Yeah. yeah. So um, anyway, I, I don't mean that about Marvel Snap, okay? It's fun. And there are people who are like, that is just, I don't know. I, I don't, I really don't know my opinion on and I know we've talked about it, mm -hmm. about the uh, predatory nature of Marvel <laughs> Snap. I don't know. Is, is it predatory or is it just developers and marketers knowing that you dangle something in front of the public and they will just gobble it up and eat it up because they can? Is that predatory? Wait, isn't that the definition of predatory? But what do you think? Like, what do you think? I, I think when you compare it to other things in the industry right now, it's like they're not forcing you to, you know, spend a ridiculous amount of money for the entire set on day one. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's time and then money if you want to, you know, go that route. Right. Um, right. To where there's other games. And are there any loot boxes in this game? Yes. I mean, you you mean loot boxes that you can pay for? Yes. <laughs> I don't. No, I don't. I don't think so. Te there, there probably technically is. Okay. There probably technically is, but All right. there's nothing that's like, here, give me twenty dollars and I will give you this box. You don't know what's going to be yeah, in the box. Yeah. You have a chance yeah. of X, Y, or Z. My bad. Loot boxes or packs. Not really. I, I don't think so. Because the only loot boxes are, at least that I'm aware of, is when you level up your collection yeah. through upgrading cards. Yeah. Though then you get those collection level boxes. Okay. That's but you're 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 getting that based off of yeah. you playing and upgrading your cards. Right. Which you could buy boosters if you wanted to up to upgrade it that way. Mm. But I mean, from in the traditional sense of loot boxes, no, there there are no traditional. Mm loot boxes in the game I, that I'm aware of. I think them kind of like bringing you back every single day is or making you want to play the game to I think go that's get smart. that. I think that's I don't, smart. I don't see that being I don't like, see that being predatory yeah. either. No. And so, yeah, I, I don't really see it being like that. But other games, yeah, definitely. 
What ga- What are you thinking of? What oh, game are you thinking? Man, of? I, I already said the name. So, oh, Diablo Immortal. <laughs> Diablo Immortal, so big, man. Oh my! See, goodness. I've never played Diablo Immortal. I know we've talked about it a little bit before, but I've never really played it. I mean, yeah. So when I say big, I mean aside from it actually being a really big game. Yeah. Um, the amount of money it takes to max out a character is ridiculous. Okay. It's what? Like, what is that number? Do you know what that number I is? I believe it's a hundred thousand on average to max out a character. Is that true? I believe so. You're, hang on. I am I'm gonna I'm gonna fact check you uh, on this. Uh, so this so this is so it's Diablo Diablo Immortal. immortal. What is it? Average cost average cost to max character out. Diablo Immortal, how much does it cost to max out? Here we go. Games radar. <laughs> Wait a minute. This is from June twenty. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is it showing you that a number? <laughs> okay, this is from Game Rant. Uh-huh. Okay, it says Diablo Immortal actually requires over five hundred thousand dollars to max character. To max character or character? Max character. It says singular. And then the subtitle, the subheader, oh. says while many believe that it would take almost a hundred thousand to max out a Diablo Mortal character, one player reveal one player <laughs> reveals it may take much, much more money. It definitely can because again, like that's when people were doing a bunch of the averages, it was around a hundred k. Oh my! So goodness. it can take you more if you're not the average okay, player. Listen, listen to this. Reddit user Shift Your Carcass created a lengthy post that described how players have been fooled into thinking the already devastating number of 100,000 was necessary to fully max out a character's six legendary gems. In reality, Shift Your Carcass believes the true number to be upwards of $540,000, and according to them, that is a fairly lucky number. This is due to the discovery of up to 36 possible five-star gems slots screw you ad um <laughs> that can be unlocked through awakening which creates more slots after maxing out five six five star gems shift your carcass actually believed that a person on the unlucky side could easily need a million dollars in their quest <laughs> to fully max out a character so Dan- a number that puts quinn 69's ludicrous diablo immortal spending to shame so Dan, I I'm sorry for lying to you when I said oh 100k. My goodness, I gave you a low number. Holy God. <laughs> I, th- I thought you were memeing. No, I literally dude. thought you were memeing. <laughs> I can't what? make this up, dude. Holy cow! So yeah, I don't. I, you know, Marvel Snap has a problem with making <laughs> you come back every day to play the game. Wow! <laughs> wow! Holy cow! And on like, if you stay on top of the season passes, I mean, you're spending you're spending ten dollars a month yeah. for the cards, yeah, or for the card, and then you could spend fifteen dollars a month, and then you just got to play the game to get more stuff. So, yeah, that's not honestly not bad. It's it's, it's pretty much a subscription a, fee yeah, for it's like anno- wow. It's annoying, yes, but. Ah man, I don't know. I mean, wow. I know I all I know is if Brendan Patrick was here, he would be like, "You guys are so wrong." <laughs> <laughs> Brendan, love you, dude, but I don't, I don't know, man. I don't think the the battle passes, especially if there's really not anything else for you to spend like crazy amounts of money on. Yeah, you know, like Diablo Immortal. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I really don't see battle passes being a bad thing, especially since they give you stuff and you just play the game. Yeah, yeah. So. Especially now with the the addition of the token shop, where yeah. you can get tokens through through the loot boxes, mm-hmm. like as you're as you're progressing through your collection. Yeah, you know, I think they're a lot better off than they were. That's for sure. Uh, Marvel Snap. I mean, mm-hmm. um, but. I don't know, man. It's just, I mean, I get I get the sticker shock when you go into the token shop and you see $99.99 for all these different things. <laughs> like, yes, they yeah. offer stuff. They yeah. offer packages for $100, yeah. which, which nearly hang, hang every get, mobile listen. game does. And you know what? People buy them. Yeah. Like, people buy, <laughs> like, they're choo- choosing to do it. And so mm-hmm. what I'm curious is, do people honestly just want companies to not make those offers available? Yeah. Is that what they're looking for? Because if they do, it's because if they're there, they're get, they get accused of being predatory. Question: What's the difference between having a hundred dollar pack and the person buying two fifty dollar packs? Nothing. Well, actually, the hundred dollar pack you'll get slightly more of like yeah, whatever the token yeah, is, so right, it's yes. better for you. <laughs> yes. Yes. That yes. doesn't mean go out and buy it. No, no, no. no. And yeah, I don't buy those things that say hundred dollars. Yeah, like I'm not yeah. spending a hundred. What's the most you've ever spent on a mobile game? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I should ask that question <laughs> at one time or like total. Because I'm not answering either one of arena those questions. Arena doesn't. I don't think Arena counts. No, Arena does not count because yeah. that would be the one where it's yeah. got my got the most. Hearthstone doesn't count either. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm gonna plead the fifth on Understood. this one. Understood. That's a good idea. I'm gonna lie. Um, I'll say my number. Okay. Uh, it was an idol game called Ula La, and. Um, and but it was a team based one, okay. So it was like you group up with other people and like you do all this stuff in game, okay. Right? But it was also an idle game, so okay, you know, you like go AFK for the rest of the day, yeah, yeah. And um, uh, I was being competitive with my team, I actually searched for them for two weeks, I was looking for a team, oh. um. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, hey, this is what I'm looking to do, trying to get rank one in the new season, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Uh, I spent, or okay, the lowest on our team spent $350. Oh, um, that's the lowest? That was the lowest. Okay. It wasn't me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the other dude spent five, and I think I put close to seven. Okay. Hundred. Okay. Not right. K, dude. Holy cow. <laughs> Uh, the person the most Wait, on our seven, team. 700 over the course of how how long? Uh, two weeks. Oh, my goodness. Dude. Yeah. Majority <laughs> of that was within the first week. <coughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, again, I was, I was like, I want to have a good character in this. I want to climb the ladder. I want to be rank one in this new season that comes up. And that's what we achieved to do. Is that game still around? Yeah. It's oh, been okay. out for a couple of years, actually. Okay. They're on like, depending on what server you plan, they're on season like 300. And that one, um, they release a season every like four days. What was the name of the game again? Ooh La La. Ooh La La. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. And um, the other, the, there's a different server where they have a, a new season every single day. And they're on season like 900. So, yeah, it's been out for oh. a couple of years now. It's a it was a mobile game. Yeah. Oh goodness gracious! 
I'm looking at it in the app store right now. If it comes up. Oh my word. Yeah, there's one <laughs> the one dude on our team, this guy dropped two grand over the course of two weeks. It was nuts. <laughs> Holy cow. That was crazy. Oh man. Yeah, that one wasn't me. Wow. You know what the worst part is? We didn't even get rank one. You did Speaking of fiduciary <laughs> responsibility, <laughs> meaning financial responsibility, this was not financially responsible. That gym, At that all. was not financially responsible. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Question. Uh, Higher or lower? Uh, in in a... Uh, <laughs> then which number are you asking me about? Your number? My number, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean the seven to a grand number. Understood. <laughs> I hope my wife isn't watching this. <laughs> but it, uh, yeah, no. Again, I, I plead the fifth. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, what were we even? How did we get to talking about that? I have no idea. I don't know. But I think I'm gonna start investing into uh, Diablo Immortal. Diablo Immortal. Uh, it seems like a great <laughs> game that I can make money on. <laughs> make money on. Oh my goodness! All right. So so we we were talking about short term, short term, and long term. Yeah. Right. Um, so, but again, go, going back to Linus, right, and watching that video just really, really had me thinking about his role within his company. Okay, and then what we're building with mm-hmm. hobbies and happiness, and what our goal is trying to do, right? Yeah. And it reminded me of our conversation um, with Stephen Woolley uh, yeah. over at Team Covenant, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I remember, I remember, I clipped this because I, love um, I remember I clipped it because I, I asked him like, what was one thing that he wanted to part, what piece of information he wanted to partake on others looking to chart their own path mm-hmm. um, in, in something similar. But his his advice basically was <clears throat> don't settle. Don't settle for the short term, right? Mm-hmm. Keep your mission, keep your goal, your long-term goal always at the forefront of your mind. Don't compromise your values. Don't, mm-hmm. comprom- don't compromise who you are for a quick buck, okay? Mm-hmm. And again... That's not to say people who do make money doing certain things are doing that, right? They're not necessarily compromising who they are. You know, we just talked about, we, we watched that video from Linus, mm-hmm. and it was hilarious, the segues into the sponsor spots, <laughs> right? But I've, I've heard many people say, oh, I, I despise sponsor spots. I mean, then you just don't understand mm-hmm. business, I mm-hmm. think. Like that, that is my, that's my opinion. I I understand I'm watching a, I'm watching something and I don't want to be interrupted by an advertisement. I get that. I understand. But at the same time, people who put stuff out need to make a living. And there are people who do that full time. And if you're not giving them money, right? I mean, that's your choice and that's fine. Even if you're not able to, that that's fine, but they still have to keep, keep their lights on somehow. Mm -hmm. Right. If you skip the ads, you're stealing from the creator, right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> True. <laughs> Especially when Linus came out with that one video. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, right. Oh, my goodness. So so watching that was just funny to me. And, and, he, and he leans into it. Like, yeah. Linus just leaned into it so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
and there are certain industries where I hear you hear the talk about ads and and other creators being like, I'm never going to take on a sponsor because I don't want to be compromised. Yeah. And you know what? To each his own. Yeah. To each his own, and that's that's fine. You do what you are comfortable with, right? Mm-hmm. That's not throwing shade at people who do or don't do certain things because by all means, do what you're comfortable with, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but um, I just – anytime I hear – Somebody say, you know, they've lost respect for somebody for another creator because, oh, they've taken on a sponsor and every every video I see of them, they're sponsored by somebody. They're just a sellout. No, they're not. Not necessarily. <laughs> Are some people? I mean, they could be, but, mm-hmm. you know, that you got you have to you have to determine that on a case by case basis. Right. But just yeah. because somebody is, you know, being paid by somebody to do a video does not mean they're a quote sellout. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, out of curiosity, when you hear the word "sellout," like, what do you think would? What do you think makes someone a sellout? Because I mean, uh, are they selling out? Uh, I mean, kind of because they're getting paid, right? But what does it mean? Like, what? Like, what does that mean to? I, what would that mean to you? Yeah, I think it's more of if you, if say, like you're starting something and you have these core values, and if money makes it to where you lose that focus you compromise on that yeah and then i think that's where it's, sure. it should be at. sure yeah so so if but i just con- just because a sponsor <laughs> gives you money again it's if it's something dan and i use like and the company themselves come out to us and be like oh hey we'd love to sponsor you guys mm-hmm. it'd be like if dragon shield or hit G- us up or game genic yeah who you know, like companies like that yes yeah if dragon 100%. shield hit us up Right, and they're like, "Oh, I'm like, oh yeah, sorry, we use your products all the time and talk about it, but we're not going to do an ad for you." Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. That that doesn't it's make like, sense. Which on. Dragon Shield? <laughs> no, kidding. Hit us up. I know, I'm not kidding. <laughs> like, I'm not, not kidding. I'm not. I'm not kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it. It would be like if. <clears throat> Like if you're an advertiser mm-hmm. and you know me, my company, and what my values are, yeah. and then you were and you were and you were to come to me and say, "Hey, I want to give you money, but I want you to go against everything that yeah. you stand for, but I will give you a really big payday." Yeah. Right. If I said yes, I that would make me a sellout. Yeah. I, I I would think that if would we, make me a sellout. If we're like bad mouthing something and they're like, <laughs> "Oh, hey, we're gonna give you all this money to be like, it's say it's great." Come on. Right, right, Come right. On. <laughs> I think I do think it's one thing to be honest mm-hmm. and take money, but it's another thing entirely entirely to day, you know, on one day mm-hmm. say all these negative things about it. Yeah. And then if that company says, "Hey, I want to give you money, but I want you to yeah. re, uh take back everything that you said about us." <laughs> and I'd be like Okay, yes, we'll do it. Yeah. Like that. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. that's not being like you can take money and be honest about mm-hmm. it. Right. I think mm-hmm. I think it's if you're taking money and just being dishonest. Yeah. And then I, I mean, audiences are smart and they can see through that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So like that is a perfect example of sacrificing your long term for the short term. Yeah. Right. We are sacrificing again in our in our case, right? If we're Again, talking about Game Genic, Dragon Shield, and all these all these companies, right? We know one of our core values is comp- uh, excuse me, community, right? Mm-hmm. And our focus on our local community, right? Yeah. If I think a perfect example would be, if we had a choice of hosting an event for our local community, 
and we shut it down because we wanted to do a live stream or we were offered a bunch of money to do um, a live stream for people who were like are literally not here and we just yeah. canceled <laughs> that event that was on the books. Yeah. I mean, that kind of Question, goes... how much money would that live stream give us, though? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> because we could reinvest that into yeah, the community. Right, 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 right. But, like, that's that that's just an example. Like, that, that yeah. that's just an example, yeah. right? Open, the, open a store next day amount yeah. of money? Like, come on. That's an easy choice. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say, Jim. Don't make this harder than it has to be, okay? <laughs> right. Sorry. My bad. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so... But but anyway, it's it's stuff like that where you have to even when you're thinking about stuff in the short term, you have to think about who you are as a as an individual, as a yeah. company, and what you're trying to accomplish. Right? Yeah. Again, I it's I again I just bring I continually am brought I am being brought back to that interview with Stephen. Where he talked about don't sacrifice who you are, don't sacrifice your values, do yeah. not sacrifice your integrity for a quick buck, mm-hmm. right? Because the moment you do that, you you it, it all has just come crashing down, mm-hmm. and people can't take you at your word anymore. Yeah. And then at that point, what are you doing, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, th- thinking about that, right? And then thinking about what we talked about last week, about building a game and trying to grow a company that is making games and then thinking about, well, you know what? There's there's a metaphor here, an analogy of a typical card game, right? There's three phases. There's three kind of phases of a card game, right? Of a typical <laughs> competitive match. You've got your early game. Mm-hmm. You've got your mid game and you've got your late game. Yep. You got the short term, which is the early game, and then you have the long term, mm-hmm. which is the late game. Okay. Now, some decks thrive in the early game. Mm-hmm. Some decks thrive in the late game. Okay. So what you need to do if you're playing a deck, there's a there's a pretty famous article. Uh, I can't, for the life of me, I can't remember who wrote it, but the name of the article is "Who's the Beatdown." Mm-hmm. Okay. It's determining. Um, it's determining, are you the beatdown player? Like, are, should you be playing aggressively or should you be, be playing defensively? Yep. So even if you're two aggro decks, even, even in a matchup that's two aggro decks, one of those, one of the players mm-hmm. is, is the aggressive one, yep. needs to be the aggressive one. And one of them needs to not be the aggressive mm-hmm. one, because even when playing an aggro deck, one of the worst things you can do so, at times is attack, 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 attack. Mm-hmm. So you have to figure out, am, am I that player in this matchup? Am mm-hmm. I this player in that matchup? Okay. Yep. Um, but where I'm, where I'm going with this particular analogy is figuring out what deck you're playing. Am I playing an aggro deck? Am I trying to win in the early game? Or am I playing a mid-range deck? Am I playing a control deck where my goal is to win in the late game? It's to get to the late game. Okay. Mm-hmm. What what is that? That's knowing yourself, knowing who you are. Again, as a company, as an individual, we have to know what what are we doing here. Mm-hmm. What is hobbies and happiness trying to do? What are we trying to accomplish? What kind of deck are we? Are we a control deck? Are we a mid range deck? Are we an aggressive deck? Always control. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
especially especially <clears throat> last Thursday when we were playing. <laughs> <laughs> which we'll talk we'll we'll talk yeah, we'll about we'll talk about that story a little bit later which yeah we're, we'll be talking about that pretty soon um yeah <laughs> it's knowing who you are knowing what kind of deck you're you are and mm -hmm. then figuring out okay where am i trying to f focus do i need to focus in the short the early game mm -hmm. or do I, or do i need to focus in the late game now when we're talking business <clears throat> maybe you are as a company, maybe you are, you need to be successful right now. Maybe you, maybe you need to win in the year one, year two, mm -hmm. and then it's okay. I'm going to tear this all down after year two and then move on to something else. Mm -hmm. I mean, there, that is not at all out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. There are companies that, that are like that. Right. But there are some companies and I would say this is the majority of companies who they're building something and they want to be around for a hundred years. They want to be around mm -hmm. for a long time. Like they're a small business and they're building something for their one day their kids can take over. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so realize who you are and then capitalize on it. Don't do not sell out. Don't compromise. Don't compromise your values. Do not compromise who you are for anything. Mm -hmm. So I just thought that was a really neat and interesting analogy. And I just want to talk about it a little bit. Um, so <laughs> so it, it's just, it's funny. It's funny to me and interesting where you hear something one place, you're like, you know what? That kind of applies to a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. And I just thought this was a, an interesting, an interesting topic. Um, it was funny at work today. I was talking to uh, a, the, the guy who, from my work, who, who came to the who magic? Came, yes, event. yeah, yeah, right. Uh, right. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to say names. Yeah, um, and so uh, I was talking to him about has nothing to do with magic. It was just life stuff, and I and I even brought up today. I'm like, well, I guess at that point, it's what are you prioritizing, short term or long term uh, things in life? Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, at that point, it was definitely <laughs> short term. And I'm like, was it worth it? He's like, at the time. <laughs> And so I'm like, I tend to go for more long term things in mm -hmm. life. So it was, uh, it was just funny that the exact same thing came up yeah. today at work <laughs> yeah. of talking to, even though it has nothing to do with business. It was just other but life it's, stuff. It's it's interesting though too because every it seems like the, everything in life mm -hmm. can be thought about or in in that in that yeah. way, yeah. right? Because if you are focusing on the long term. What are you giving up in the short term? Like, yeah. what are you missing out on? Yeah. What are you losing sleep. out on in the short time? Yeah. <laughs> there was a, did I ever tell it's you? So speaking of sleep, did I ever tell you when I was in, when I was in college, this was my last, I think it was my last year mm -hmm. of college before I graduated of my undergrad. I was working at Meyer. Okay. I was working at Meyer. I was working in the electronics department overnights. Mm -hmm. So this is engineering school. Last year of engineering school, mm -hmm. one of the hardest years of schooling, okay? And and this is I only did this on the first semester. This was not second semester. No way would I have been able to do that. It was, I was hard enough on some, the it was first running semester. running on Red Bull and ramen. <laughs> so so um, I was working overnights, okay? Yeah. I can't remember how many days a week I was working, but what I remember is Tuesday night or Tuesday, Tuesday was my off day. I didn't have class yeah. on Tuesday. OK, 
okay? So you know what I did on Tuesday? What did you do? Slept all day. <laughs> that was the day. Tuesday was my favorite day. It's like, don't even Favorite day. <laughs> it's my favorite day because that's all I did was sleep uh-huh. all day. I'd get off from work. I'd go home and I would sleep the entire day. Yeah. My favorite day. Okay, um, so that that semester was brutal. Mm-hmm. So my typical day, okay, I was living at home with my parents. I didn't have a car. Okay, yeah. so I rode my bike. Okay, so have you ever been to the Meyer in Bolingbrook? I don't believe so. All right, so my parents lived about. <clears throat> it was a ten minute bike ride mm-hmm. from my house to to the Meyer. Okay. So when I would leave for work, I'd take my bike, I would ride to work, okay? Mm-hmm. Finish with work, I'd, I'd ride back home, get all my stuff for school, ride my bike to the bus stop, okay? Uh, the pace bus. Mm-hmm. I would take the bus to the train station, okay? Um, so left my – no, most of the time I brought my bike, if I remember correctly. Sometimes I would leave. It, depend, depend, it depended on the day, okay? Right, right. So um, I would – Take the train downtown to Union Station. Mm-hmm. Then I would walk to school. Okay, so I'd walk to school. Um, have you ever been to, to? Have you ever been to UIC? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it was a. I would either walk, or depending on the day, I'd either walk or take the bus. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'd go to school, and when I go to school, I would go to the library, mm-hmm. and then I would take a nap in the library because I was dead tired. Right. Okay. Right. So I mean, I would literally have all my bags, just throw them down. I just. <laughs> Put my face down and sleep, right? So I would take a nap in the library. I'd get up. I mo- Most of the time, it was I would go to class. And then when I was done with class, I'd go to the gym, uh, work out for the day, play basketball. And then normally I had a late class. So I would go to the gym in between, okay? Mm-hmm. Then when I was done, I'd go again to the train station, train to bus, bus home, and then ride bike back back home. So there were times where I would I would ride my bike from the train station home because there was another bus for like an hour. So I'm yeah. like, oh, screw it. I'll just ride my bike. Yeah. But that was a that was a long bike ride. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. So once I got home, it was all right, I either do homework before I go to work or I would just relax before I went to work. Mm-hmm. So that was a typical day. And then I would do it all over again. That was a typical day. Six days a week. No, four days a week. Four days a week. Four days a week. <laughs> yeah, four days a week. Thankfully, it was only four days a week because okay. it was five days. I, pff, dude, oh my gosh. Yeah. So that was mm-hmm. that was a sacrifice of sleep in yep. the short term. Yeah. And now you ask me, was that worth it? You're darn right, it's freaking worth it. <laughs> because look at look at my job. Look at my job. Look at my job right now. Like yeah. my job now, I would not have been able to get if I don't have my if I didn't have my degree. Yeah. So, yeah. yes, that was worth it because I needed that degree to get to where I am right now. And how old were you when you were doing that? How old was I? Like twenty two. Was I? Was I twenty? So this is yeah, my ish. day when I was twenty two. Yeah. I'd wake up after sleeping for twelve hours, jump on my computer. Play games for about 12 hours. Knock out. Maybe eat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's yep. when I was 22. And so, and so that tells you a little bit about who I am and then who he hey, is. Hey, I was building for the late game, man. <laughs> yeah. 
I was building for the lake. Yeah, yeah. right. I didn't have any ramp, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it was just a day at a time. Oh, man. Oh, goodness gracious. Um, yeah, so, so again, like I said, that tells you a little bit about me, and then it tells you a little bit about Jim. I got land screwed? <laughs> you got land screwed. Oh. <laughs> uh. Oh goodness! Hey, so, a lot of stuff changed. All right, once I hit twenty four, yeah. that was that was the year I started to do stuff. That was the year. That was the year you started to get serious. <laughs> or twenty three. I was twenty three. Oh, that's right. When was, was your accident? Oh, how old were you when that happened? I want to say it was five years ago now. So twenty five. What? Yeah, I want to say. You didn't so. know me at the time. Um. Did you? I don't think so. Maybe four years then. We've known each other for a while. Because I want to say it was two years before 2020. Yeah, I want to say it was maybe four years. Maybe four years. Because really? I thought I thought the two-year mark after, uh, yeah, I thought it was around 2020. Maybe 2021. Maybe 21. Really? Huh. Or maybe it was I don't, 20. I don't know. It's... I don't know, dude. I don't remember. <laughs> that tells you a little bit else about something else we can't remember. Jack Tilly. <laughs> All right, maybe it was nineteen or twenty. So oh, three years man. ago, twenty-six, twenty-seven. Uh, it's it's been something a while. It's things. been a while. Holy cow! Uh, anyway, so so yeah, that's that is uh, that's kind of where I want to take this conversation was. Mm -hmm. Everything in life comes down to short term and long term in one yeah. in one aspect or another. Mm -hmm. And really what we talked about last week just really I, I kind of want to continue it because mm -hmm. I think I think this topic kind of does get lost sometimes when you're talking about games, when you're mm -hmm. talking about making a game, right? Yeah. And I mean, I know for me particularly, I've asked plenty of questions a lot about why did this company do this mm -hmm. and not this? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so I never really thought about the fiduciary duty, that aspect of they do have a duty to their shareholders yeah. if they're a publicly traded company. Yeah. So which really, I mean, those are really big companies, which you don't see a lot of in, in the tabletop industry in particular. Mm -hmm. um, again, I think one of the biggest is Hasbro, like Wizards of the Coast and Hasbro now. Um, so that... Honestly, that has a lot to do with why Wizards of the Coast does certain things and has made certain <laughs> decisions that they've made. Yeah. You like them or you don't like them. Mm -hmm. Regardless, that is a reason that they have made certain decisions. Yeah. The whole um, w uh, Magic 30 fiasco, guarantee you that's a big thing of, oh. hey, this is a way we can make our shareholders money. Right. So just think about that. Like, you know, I don't even uh, think those things sold out. <laughs> we know they didn't. <laughs> I don't even know if they made money on those yeah. proxies. So um I they had to have. They had I don't know, I, they man. had to have. Maybe. I, I think they had to have to in, in some to some extent they had to have. Um so audience, just think about that. Like when when we when we're talking about uh Lorcana and Star Wars Unlimited. I saw a tweet today. Mm -hmm. Somebody, and, and again, like now we talk about business licensing. Okay, uh, somebody was talking about. I wonder how much money 
or how much Disney cares about what Lorcana does or Star Wars Unlimited and of which one they want to support. Like they don't care because they're <laughs> they're they're not in control of anything. It's someone yeah. else, a different entity, is mm-hmm. giving them money to use a property that they own. Yep. That is I mean, do they want them to succeed? Sure, yeah, because you know they'll continue to make money off of the purchase of the license, yep. right? And again, if you if you don't know how licensing works, I have a I have a vague understanding. I have a I have a decent idea of how licensing works, but again, I'm not a lawyer. I don't know what the contracts mm-hmm. state, but typically, typically, I think licensing it's basically a contract, but it's kind of like a subscription service type thing you pay an entity x amount of dollars over x many years you Mm -hmm. get to do this this certain thing with this intellectual property Mm -hmm. right at the end of the licensing term the terms can be renegotiated and then new deals can be made Mm -hmm. so it's disney's not at the this they're not pulling strings like (laughs) they're not a mary a marionette master of you know Star Wars Unlimited over here, Disney Lorcan over here. Mm-hmm. Those are two different. You have Final Fan. I did it again. <laughs> Guys, I did it again. <laughs> Fantasy Flight Games. Oh my goodness, Dan. <laughs> but you know what? Do you I mean for somebody my age, if you mm-hmm. ever see FF, where do you think my I, mind's gonna go? I instantly either think Final Fantasy or Forfeit. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> I played so much League, and it's like FF at 20. Yes. Because we're bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. All right. So for someone my age, our age, I see FF, it's Final Fantasy. Yeah. I don't care if it's FFG. Yeah. It's still FF. It's Final Fantasy. Okay. Yeah. That's where my mind goes. Yeah. It's Fantasy Flight Games. Thank you. My yeah. word. And Ravensburger. Just like LFG does not stand for what people think it stands for. <laughs> it stands for looking for group. Okay. <laughs> stands for looking for group. Depends and on always the context. Will. It depends on the context, though. Jim. No. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> that's like uh, saying all right i guess for ff it depends on the context are you seeing the company <laughs> fantasy flight games or not dan <laughs> all right yeah you're not wrong you're not wrong yeah. understood understood looking for group looking for group looking for group and final fantasy okay yes final fantasy yeah. games so D- disney like the walt disney company is not pulling strings they're like they're not like all right we're gonna pit these two games against each other, and then whoever comes on top gets our full support. That's literally not how it happens. That's not how it works. Yeah, That's no. not what is going on. No. It's it's just it's not. I mean, I mean, does Disney have two dogs in the fight? Kind of, kind of, right? Mm. Because if one of them fails, then they're just not gonna renegotiate that licensing deal, whatever that licensing yeah. deal was, yeah. right? So they've already got their. Again, depending on the deal, okay, depending on the deal, they've mm-hmm. already got their money. They've mm-hmm. already got their money because um, FFG, Ravensburger have already signed those deals and they've already paid Disney for, mm-hmm. for the most part. Again, mm-hmm. haven't seen the deal, so don't really know mm-hmm. um, when payment would yeah. be have been due it, or whatever. It could but, even be uh, X percent now, X percent right, when release. Right, right, right. And there could be something – I doubt this is the case, but there could be something baked into the deal – no, there probably is where Disney gets like X percent of profit. of profit of oh, revenue. Yeah. You know, there's I there's so. definitely there's got to be something like that. I but so. it's not like 
I mean, yes, Disney wants both of them to do well because mm-hmm. it's a property that they own, and so they are reaping the benefits from the licensing. Yeah. So, you know, but again, that's all that these are. It's it's licensing. It's mm-hmm. not Disney is not making these games. Yeah. Disney's not. I mean, I you remember in the old the olden days, Disney Interactive, where yeah. they had the the games that I played the most from my Sega Genesis was The Lion King and Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Those were my jams. Yeah, you know, they just got a remake on the Switch recently. Well, some not that recently. long ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, yeah those ones are, I'm pretty sure they're in my Steam library. When I saw those, I'm like, oh, add. 100%. Uh, those, I could never beat Lion King. Dude, so many so people hard. talk about how difficult that game oh, is. So and then hard. some people go back and, like, either they. They find it still difficult, or they're like, "All right, this game's not hard." Yes, <laughs> that was me. So I did, I did that one and and Aladdin too. But I was never good at those platformer games. The platformers, oh, yeah, terrible. They were they were they were difficult. So speaking of last thing before we wrap up here, and well, before we move on to our uh, card of the week. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm playing God of War Ragnarok mm-hmm. on the PS5. Oh my word, <laughs> dude! This game is amazing. Mm-hmm. So, have you ever played any of the God of War games? No. You are missing out, my friend. Probably. You're missing out. So, is it I a mean, single player game? Yes. I'm not missing out. Yeah. So, um, you are because of forget the, forget the game, forget yeah. the game, forget the game. Yeah. Where I where I really wanted to go with this is the story. Okay. okay? What amazes me. Okay, it's I remember when I used to play games on Sega, the Sega, all the platformers, you know, mm-hmm. Nintendo, the Nintendo era, right? With this, mm-hmm. even even Sega, I I only had Sega. I didn't. I never had a Nintendo or Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. All the cool kids had the Super Nintendo. I didn't have a Super I Nintendo. I never had one either. Um, I was always jealous. I always Until wanted about Super last Nintendo. Year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I always wanted that Super <laughs> Nintendo. So, but again, I remember playing those games, and mm-hmm. you didn't. All you played. All you were doing is you were playing a game and you're, yeah, I was moving this character and hey, I got to beat the boss. And yeah, it was a sense of accomplishment mm-hmm. when you did it. It was, it was fun. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, again, never played, never played Zelda. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, Link, uh, Link to the Past, I think, was the game. Okay. Link's Awakening was one yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Link's Awakening. Okay. Yeah. Um, because I'm, again, I'm talking about story. Okay. I never played a game when I was younger where I really cared about the story. Okay. Um, Metroid was another one where you, when you find out that, mm-hmm. um, what's the character's name? Samus. Yeah. Samus is, is, is a girl, is mm-hmm. a female, right? That blew people away. Again, mm-hmm. never played it because I didn't have freaking Nintendo. <laughs> okay. But that was one. And I heard great things about uh, Link's Awakening. Mm-hmm. Okay. There were huge moments in those games, like story moments. Okay. But playing games now, mm-hmm. like on next gen consoles, um, again, depending on the game, the focus is so into the story. Mm-hmm. And right now, I am so heavily invested into the story of God of War Ragnarok. I'm like, I just want to get home and play the game because I love the story. I just mm-hmm. want to know what's going to happen with Kratos and Atreus. Mm-hmm. I really, really want to know. And is Atreus the little kid? Yeah, Atreus is okay. Kratos' son. Yes, okay. yes. It it's just a masterpiece. It I mean, is, is that boy? Yes, <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> yes, it's it just amazes me because again, I'm rem- I'm reminded of playing games mm-hmm. on a Sega when I was young, mm-hmm. 
and now I'm playing on a next gen on a PS5, mm -hmm. like how it looks completely different, but it's more than just what I'm looking at too. It's how far we've come from making games and the mm -hmm. story and, and good games now prioritize story. They prioritize telling a good story. Yeah. And that's always, that always has been, should be, excuse me, a main priority of you mm -hmm. want to tell a good story. For the most part, anything entertainment is it's storytelling. You mm -hmm. want to tell a good story. Making a video Making a YouTube video is telling a story. Mm -hmm. You want to figure out how to tell a story. And that's something that I'm always trying to get better at, right? Because, and it's a, it's a, it's a mind shift. You really have to focus and think about what you're making from the standpoint of what story am I trying to tell and mm -hmm. how can I best get across that story, mm -hmm. get across that narrative. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, it was just... I love the game, and I want to know how this game ends. It's well, so great. Pretty much the only old school games that even talked about story were just the RPGs. Just, yeah, exactly. That was it. Yep, correct. Sonic, yeah, Blue Hedgehog, and mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, run fast. Yeah. They 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 tried to throw in some story elements to figure out why is Sonic doing this thing? Yeah. Why is Doctor Robotnik turning all these? Uh, animals into robots or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's but you never really cared about Mario's it. Go Get Peach. <laughs> yes, your, your princess is not here. She's yeah. in another castle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Mega Man, shoot, shoot that robot. <laughs> yeah, Mega Man. <laughs> you, you're Did the last know, robot. <laughs> nobody knew. Nobody knew what you were doing with with uh, stinking Mega Man. I guess Castlevania had a story. Go stop Dracula. Go stop Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. what, like, save someone? Maybe. I do not even know because I, I don't know. Again, I never played it. So I whatever. I can only I Final can only... Fantasy games. <laughs> Those FFG. Are the, those are the good Final ones. Final Fantasy. Because that, that wasn't like uh, FF7, I mean, for, on PS1. Yeah. Uh, that was – and the first the first Final Fantasy game that I played was 8. Mm -hmm. um, but A lot then, of people oh, love 10, 10. Oh, man. People 10. love 10 as well. Yeah. 10, yeah. Was, those were so great. Yeah. So – yeah, those those are the RPGs, man. Those mm. they were they were focused on story from yeah. like the get go. And we didn't even talk get to talk about our uh, two headed giant games uh, on Thursday. No, we're gonna talk we're about it right now. Oh, all right. So last so Thursday. so last thing, and we'll talk about it now before we talk <laughs> about the card of the week. Yeah. Good so segue. so um, because we'll we'll use it as a segue into the yeah. card of the week, even though I didn't get to play this card. Yeah. For in in this game, so. Um, one of the things that we're going to hopefully be doing mm -hmm. towards the end of the year um, is, you know, Jim, you tell, because this is your idea. Okay. You were the one who wanted to do this. Here it is. I was trying to find a way for the commander players to have that, the, uh, the game integrity of a pod, but also give you a bit more competitiveness rather than just a 1v1. So I was thinking about it a bunch, and I came up with the idea of just do two-headed giant commander games. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you, you have that teamwork aspect. You have that partner you can play with, which happens a lot inside of a commander game. Um, and then, especially in this, where you can synergize the decks far more right. than what you'd be doing in a one-man or a four-man free-for-all. Right. So, yeah, just threw out the idea a little bit and wanted to get some people together to play test of like figuring out times, you know, go over like specific rules because some card will be like, 
oh, whenever you do this or whenever a creature you control dies, you get X effect. And it's like, all right, well, how should we handle that in a two-player game? Right. And so, yeah, on Thursday, we got some people together and uh, we we had a good time figuring stuff out. Yeah, one of the things that we... One of the question, the main questions we had was timing of how long, yeah. how long for these, how long we think these rounds should last. Yeah. So we got a few uh, games and got we got we got a good idea of how long we think each round should last. Yeah. Yeah. So one of our play people didn't show up, so we <laughs> were supposed to have eight. We only had seven. Yeah. Which next time, what you need to do is before you um, commit to something. Talk to that. Talk to each and every person. At yeah. least, at least say, okay, you're. Are you good for this date at this time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, you know, you know, do, who we're talking do, about. Do, do, do. <laughs> <laughs> but again, that's also our fault too. Yeah, that, that's our fault yeah. too. But anyway, anyway, so we had we had fun with that. So when we first got there, um, I. <laughs> I'm like sitting around and I'm like, dude, I didn't come out here to just sit around. I came here to play commander and I want to just freaking get going. And then somebody decided I'm going to buy, I'm going to buy a deck. I'm just going to sit around and have everybody sleeve it up for me. You son of a. I'm like, dude, it's your pre-con. Why are you double sleeving this? Oh my God. Whatever. I show up with all my five decks all ready to go. And I'm like, what are we waiting for guys? Come on. So anyway. Anyway, you guys got going. So yeah. did you play a total of two games that yeah, night? Yeah, I played both. Okay. All right. So you guys just had your one. Okay. Yeah. And then and then we got ours in. Yes. Okay. So um, how, how did your first game go? Oh, how, first how game was game? terrible, dude. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> was it? I got to verse um, pretty much, is it, sorry, uh, is it Storm or like Control with the Niv-Mizzet? Oh, package, that was yeah. That was uh, that was uh, which was uh, Noah was playing, deck, yeah. and then yeah. uh, AJ was playing some Orzov list. I think it was Orzov. And who was the uh, commander? I uh, don't even remember. The god, the god Ephoros. Is that his name? Oh, um, I I have it pictured. Orifice. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I know who it is. I just can't. I I know who it is. Archipelagos. <laughs> I'll, I'll, it'll come to me. It'll come to Archipelagio or whatever. I don't know. I know name. who it is. Yeah, uh, yeah. But it was like, yeah. yeah, when something dies, like the person can either pay, pay, pay life, life or goes or back, goes back hand. in the yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah. like, okay. Uh, so, yeah, that game was rough. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, my team was using a pre-con, which going into it, I'm like, I'm just going to have some fun and hang yes. out, you know, yes. and yeah. see what happens. So. Now, while Jim was doing that, yeah. okay, I had a great time. Mm-hmm. Um, there were three of us remaining, okay, yeah. waiting for the fourth. And um, I played a couple of games with Gargos. Yeah. Um, oh, man. And Gargos, Gargos ate up his, his opponents. <laughs> uh, actually, yeah, Gar- Gargo, Gargos just killed it. Yeah. There was there was one interaction, okay? I had Gargos on board. And then I had the not Mage Bane armor, but the Commander's Plate. Oh, yeah. Commander's yeah. Plate. Yeah. Commander's Plate in a monocolor deck or a colorless everything deck. Everything other than green. Is uh, broken. Yeah. So I had the com- I had the Commander's Plate on board. Okay. I moved to equip. Okay. <laughs> of course, that's when that's when that's when it yep. goes down. Okay. Yep. 
I had two cards. I think I think I only had two cards in yeah. hand. Okay. Two instants that both give protection and hexproof. Okay. <laughs> you're not stopping. I'm this like, train. I'm, I'm like, yeah, guys, you're, you're all dead. I'm thinking, I'm thinking to myself, you guys are dead. Okay. Yeah, Just yeah. there's no way. And I had a Hydra on board that I think it's primordial Hydra that uh, double on attack, double all the count, the plus one, plus one counters on all every creature you control. Yeah. So yeah, it was pretty much over. You, okay. You know? You know what the worst part about the the commanders played? Now that I'm just thinking about it, right? So you have protection to everything except for green, correct? Yes. Now that's not in your color identity. Now, what is the thing I hate most about green, Dan? Uh, big dumb stuff. There's not a lot of interaction with it, so it's like, how many kill spells are there in green? There are like none. There's thing? like none. But with Gargos, they're all kill spells. It's great. Right, right, right. But that's the <laughs> point I'm getting to. Yes. You have protection against every color except for green, which doesn't have enough kill spells in it. Yes. And the one and the way you're going to get around it in green is have a bigger creature, but you're not going to have a bigger creature than this Gargos. Yes, yes. So so I'm just going to say player one and player two, because I don't know if we've talked about the other person on... on uh... We've talked about Brady. Okay, all right. So <laughs> so so one of the players was Brady. The other was uh, player two, okay? Yeah. So as I moved to equip, okay, I can't remember what Brady was playing. I think he was playing like a humans list, but... Which, um, honestly, the other guy probably doesn't care because he's already live-streamed an MTG game before, and he talks about it and posts online. Okay. Well, he can say his okay. name. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> um, so... Um, all right, so so Brady, Brady moves and to what was it Brady and Brandon were yeah, the two yeah. players. Yep, so two Bs, right? Yeah. <laughs> so Brady moves to I, he casts something. Um, oh, it was, it was the removal with it was the one and two white. I think it's one and two white. Okay. From um, goodness, midnight something. Midnight hunt. Yeah, I think it's from midnight hunt. Um, it's you, it was in standard. It was in standard all okay. over the place. I can't remember the name of the card, okay. but it was basically just bl- destroy target, uh, target creature. Right? Okay. Just, I think it might have been exile. So he goes to. Oh, ca- I know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, I can't remember the name of it, yeah. but he goes to cast it. So targets Gargos. I'm like, okay. So target Gargos. Gargos fight trigger on the stack. <laughs> okay. And then I was going to fight his mother of runes because oh, you got it. It's when he's targeted by anything he fights. Anything. Oh I thought it was just any your, spell. Any spell. So <laughs> any spell. Okay. Okay. So so he cast that fight trigger on the stack. So I'm like, okay. So we've got the fight trigger on the stack. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I respond to that. Okay. By casting another spell that mm-hmm. targets Gargos. Okay. Yeah. So I cast I ca- I think it was a uh, basically something that gives hex that gives hex proof and uh, indestructible to Gargo. Yeah. So I cast that. Okay, so now we have that on the stack. Mm-hmm. Another fight trigger goes on the stack. In response to that, Brandon casts Hero's Downfall. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Is that so for it, you to sacrifice or is it no? Kill it's spell? D- kill. It's a kill okay, spell. Okay. Uh, black kill spell. So we have a hero's downfall on the stack. Another Gargos fight trigger goes on the stack. It's fighting okay? everything. Right? And so in response to that, I have another protection spell. Yeah. Yeah. So I cast that, and then another Gargos fight <laughs> trigger goes on the stack. So we have three fight triggers now yeah. on the stack, I think, with all these other things. 
uh, when the, all of it resolved, everybody's dead. Gargoyles is still alive with protect, and now he gets the um, the uh, commander's plate. Yeah. So um, that's when Brandon scooped. <laughs> But but Brandon loved that interaction. Yeah. He was like, "Dude, that is awesome." I'm like, "You're darn right, that's awesome." Because Gargos is sick. I love yeah. that deck. Yeah, Gargos is sick, was, guys. So what I need to do is I need to go back in the into the deck. I need to have more. Um, I need to have more cards that just tr- uh, proc Gargos yeah. and just give yeah. him more protection. Yeah. I need to just remove some more Hydras. I need yeah. to take out some other permanents that just mm-hmm. yeah, they're fun, but. It's just you need stick to the plan. Stick, man. To, the stick plan. to the plan. Yeah, stick to the plan. So, uh, yeah, that deck was just sick. awesome. So we did that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I had fun with that, and then we ended the night with another four player game. Jim and I were on a team. Yep. And then we played Brady, and then another another member of our community who I haven't seen in oh, a dude, long it's been time. Years. <laughs> a long man. time. At least two. Yeah. At least. At two. least. At least. So somebody Three years now. It's been a long time, yeah, yeah. Somebody who uh, remember remember him at Grapple, remember him from the store. As soon as I walked into, I saw him. I'm like, oh my (laughs) goodness, yes, (laughs) yes. I pretty much like never forget people, man. Yeah. So uh, he joined us for this for the last game. Okay. So uh, Jim played your you were you playing you're playing Tolerant. So control, and then I played my Moldrotha deck because I really wanted to to play that. Okay. So that game, it was uh, we were gonna lose pretty. Dude, quick. we were getting <laughs> we stomped, were getting man. stomped. Okay, I was like, oh my goodness. So opponents opponents had uh, Grenzo. Uh, he was playing Grenzo, right? Was yeah, it Grenzo. Yeah, yeah. And then I can't remember. Who Brady played. was playing some Naya commander. I don't. Oh know who yeah, it was. Rocco. I think it was Rocco, the okay. chef. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Interesting deck. Interesting yeah. list. Okay. So we were getting manhandled. Okay, we're Jim and I are both playing control decks. Yeah, I'm playing. I am playing a permanent base control deck, mm-hmm. and Jim's playing your s- typical standard mono blue control list. Yeah. Okay, so we're getting manhandled to start. Okay, <laughs> I was able to resolve a a Liliana Death's Majesty. Yeah. Okay, I was able to. Um, we had a couple turns. Okay, so I was able to uptick Liliana, get a couple zombies as chump blockers, start milling a few cards. And then there was one turn where we're like, okay, what are we going to do here? Okay, (laughs) And then I'm like, wait a second. I am able to ult Liliana next turn. And so Liliana's ult is destroy, it's minus seven, destroy all non-zombie creatures. So I'm like, we were Mind able you, to do that. They were swinging 26 at us. We okay. had 54. And I'm like, I think we eat this. And we, yes. We ate 26. So, yep. And so I'm like, <laughs> do I chump here or do we just take it? We took it yeah. because we're like, I think we'll be able to stabilize. Yeah. And so I think it was that next turn. Mm-hmm. I think it was the next turn where I yeah. ulted the Liana, yeah. wiped the board. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I bring out, I brought out Moldrotha. And then gave Muldrotha protection. Uh, I've got a ton of I, I've got a yeah. ton of different ways to give Muldrotha protection yeah. in that deck. Yeah. And then we just manhandled. I started filling up my graveyard mm-hmm. a ton. Mm-hmm. And then um, one I started go- getting more hand control you, as well. You got oh, a ton goodness. of control spells. Yeah. And then um, our other our other individual thought he had me. <laughs> thought he had me. Then I'm like, yeah, no, dude, sorry, dude, dude. They were so upset when he's when Brady was like, yeah, do that because I need to get this. And then I force a will. <laughs> This yeah. thing with no mana up. He yep. was so mad. 
<laughs> Sorry, Brady. Sorry, Brady. <laughs> Got to watch out for those free spells, yep. you know. Man? Yep. Do you have um, uh, the um, the the counter spell that costs zero if you control commander? I can't remember what that uh, is. Fear something. I don't have it. Fear a uh, fierce guardianship. It's in that deck. You we we should we just <laughs> should we open that and you just take it? Maybe you probably <laughs> probably should because there's a lot of good cards in that deck. Yeah, all right. Yeah, why is that there's, even up? There? I don't we're gonna, know. We're gonna crack that. <laughs> we're gonna crack it. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's. Oh, uh, I should probably crack that one too. I think there's a couple stuff in there that that yeah. would be nice for for some <laughs> decks. So yeah, that's what. So so anyway, what we're going to do, what we want to do, mm-hmm. is we want to do a tournament. So yeah. at the end of the, it's most likely going to be at the end of the year. Yeah. Okay. We're trying to figure out if we need to rent a space or mm-hmm. if we can partner up with an LGS in the area. Yeah. But we're going to have to see what the, uh, how many people are going to be interested in something like that. Mm-hmm. But we really want to put on a tournament like that. And our idea, yeah. our thought was whoever wins a tournament gets to wh- whatever the prize pool is going to be. Yeah. We'll get in the prize pool. But then also mm-hmm. they get to play us yeah. as a, as a final match. Yeah. They and get we get second us. place instantly. So we, you know, we yeah, also we get prize the, pools. We split the prize pool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Joking. We're joking. We're joking. Yeah. So um, we have a lot of details that we need to figure out with that, but yeah. that was the idea. And I love the idea. Uh, Cause again, we're, we want to be doing stuff for our local community, even though we don't have our store, we don't have a store yet we mm-hmm. still we don't want to you we don't want to hide behind that yeah. as a reason to not put on events for our community so um we are we are going to constantly be looking for ways to engage our local community get our name out there um and just really engage with our local community and that's going to be another way that we look to do that so yeah. with that being said let's move on jim Yay. let's move on to the card of the week Yay. so um this card is uh from one of from my Moldrotha deck. Mm-hmm. This card is, I think, you know what? I actually want to pull up EDH rec before I say the name of the card. Uh oh. I want to, uh, how many, is it going to give me a percentage? How uh, many decks play it? Yeah. I'm yeah, it really should. interesting to know. <clears throat> so it is in 54,993 decks. But yeah, in order for me to figure out if it's in this certain deck, um, if I need to pull up Moldrotha. There's 12,000 Moldrotha decks on It here, is in so. 52% of Moldrotha decks. Mm-hmm. That That's a, a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. So the card is Kaya's Ghost Form. So Kaya's Ghost Form is a one mana enchantment aura, which states enchant creature or planeswalker you control. When enchanted permanent dies or is put into exile, return that card to the battlefield under your control. So it does quite a few things. I mean, this card is basically broken in Muldrotha. I'm just just straight up this. Because with it being a permanent, oh, you're in the graveyard? Okay, now I just redo it. And this is part part of an infinite combo with Muldrotha. It's Kaya's ghost form with Muldrotha plus Lotus Petal. Okay. So Lotus Petal is a zero cost artifact where you sack it, you get one mana of any color. Oh, okay. So it's, you yeah. have, yeah, so so it's that's part of an infinite combo. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's you can get infinite <laughs> mana. It's, it's literally insane. I see nothing wrong here. 
So uh-huh. one of one of the things you could pair you could pair this up with something like a Ravenous Chupacabra. Ravenous Chupacabra two and two black. I can't mm-hmm. remember if it's a four four or what. Um, but we're at Ravenous Chupacabra. Four, it might be th- something like that. Yeah. Um, but Ravenous Chupacabra ETB destroy target creature and opponent controls. Oh, it's a two two. It's a two two. That makes sense. Yep. Um. So if you if you Ravenous Chupacabra destroy something you kai's ghost form the chupacabra sack the chupacabra get it back blow something <laughs> else up there's a lot of t- there are so many silly things you can do you know what you could do one of my favorite things okay one of my favorite cards i love this card is agent of treachery mm-hmm. you know th- oh yeah, yeah the one where you, <laughs> is that that's the one where you steal stuff from someone yes okay so agent of treachery let me pull it up so I can gonna say this card right here seems pretty dirty with Muldrotha. Secrets of the Dead. I yeah. Are you, do you play that one? No, because I have better options. Oh, better so, options. so we'll talk about that in a second. Oh, okay. But Agent, I have better options. Well, uh, and I'll and and I'll and I'll show you why. Okay. Okay. Right. So Agent of Treachery is five and two blue, seven mana for a two three. Seven mana for a two three. What does it do? Oh, it says Lord. when Agent of Treachery enters the battlefield, gain control of target permanent. At the beginning of your end step, if you control three or more permanents, you don't control. Draw three cards. Yep. Uh, yeah. So I'll give me the that. agent of treachery. Then Ukiah's ghost form the agent of treachery. Sack it. Another ETB. So you up. steal two. Oh, it just it's dirty. It's dirty man. It's so Moldrotha. <laughs> I remember when the card came out. I'm like, this is dumb. <laughs> like everyone just knew that it was going to be a dumb commander. Oh, Muldrotha! Like, why is this even a thing? Yeah. Okay, so so let's let's talk about Secrets of the Dead real quick. So Secrets of the Dead is a two, it's a three man enchantment, two and a blue. Uh, it says whenever you cast a spell from your graveyard, draw a card. So there's another card um, that has a similar effect that I run. Uh, let's see if I can find it here. Um, here we go. It is River Kelpie. River Kelpie Ooh, yeah. is a five mana, three and two blue for a three three creature beast. Whenever River Kelpie or another permanent enters the battlefield from a graveyard, draw a card. Whenever a player casts a spell from a graveyard, draw a card. Persist. It, it also has persist. The persist part is crazy for yeah. this thing, man. Yeah. So <laughs> um, the, I run River Kelpie. I do not run Secrets of the Dead mm, um, because okay. there's just. River Kelpie just there's a lot more stuff on it. Yeah. And I've got I'm running the I this is a control build. So yeah. I have it I I I'm running a control shell with this. Right. Which speaking of control, um in the mo um, March of the Machine aftermath. I think it's aftermath. Mm-hmm. No. I don't I think I think it's aftermath. But there's uh the Praetors. There's the new Shieldred. The not the flip one? No, card? the flip one. Oh the flip one. The okay. flip one. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I, I picked up a copy of Shieldred. So Shieldred is three and two black for a four five menace. When Shieldred enters the battlefield, each opponent sacrifices a non-token creature or planeswalker. Then you can pay five mana, four and a black, to flip it. And then it turns into the True Scriptures, which is a saga, if you can. Okay. Mm-hmm. Chapter one. For each opponent, destroy up to one target creature or planeswalker that player controls. Chapter two, each opponent discards three cards, then mills three cards. Chapter three, put all creatures from all graveyards onto the battlefield under under your control. Exile the true scriptures, then return it to the battlefield, flipped as Shieldred. 
to ETB. To and ETB. They have, they have to sack. So I replaced uh, Rise from the Dark Realms with this card because mm-hmm. he gets you that. It does get you that effect. Wow. It and and Rise from the Dark Realms is a sorcery. Yeah. So I mean, this is extremely slow. Yes, <laughs> but still, it's. I'm looking at the card right next to it on uh, EDH Rec, Ren and Realm Breaker. Oh, yeah. Picked up, yeah, that pick, picked that one yeah, up. Yeah, that card's messed up. <laughs> yep, Ren and Realm Breaker. I didn't even look it's at the ab- other mana. abilities. I just looked at the passive, and yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, Akaya's Ghost Storm is, is, is busted. Yeah. Is absolutely. So just to be able to return it's, anything it's when it dies, and then the ghost form so, goes so, no, to the grave. So, correct? hang on. Yes, yes. Kaya's yeah. ghost form does go to the grave. Except but, if you but, have it. But let's 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 look at Kaya's ghost form. It says, "When enchanted permanent dies or is put into exile, return that card to the battlefield under your control." Or exile or exile. So if you put this on Shieldred, mm-hmm. the oh. Flip Raiders, if you pay that, if you flip it, yeah, it returns back. To the front side. It should yeah. return back to the front side. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why you'd want to do, like... I was like, but what's the point? You want to spend five mana to do nothing? It's not doing nothing. You're getting that front... Oh, the fl- that, that front ETB oh, right. again. Okay. So if you don't want to wait three turns to get that effect again... Yeah. You could do that. Now again, you don't have to pay the five mana. You could sack it or True. whatever. True. There's other ways to do it. Yeah, sometimes the sacrifice is better because for the other side it says for each opponent destroy up to one target creature or planeswalker they control. So if they have indestructible or hexproof, you it's can't destroy. target it. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do it with the true scriptures. So Correct. yeah, having that option Correct. to just instantly bring yes. her back yes. and then they sack. Yes. So yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's just so many ways that that Kaya's Ghost Form is just extremely helpful. Mm-hmm. Now you can only do it to a creature or planeswalker. Yeah. So creature or planeswalker control. Which that's a problem. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. I was just thinking about like enchantments yeah, or artifacts. Yeah. yeah. If you wanted to do that, but yeah. it does have to be a it does have to be a creature. Yeah. Or planeswalker. So. Makes sense. But yeah, even even planeswalkers too. It's great card. Even if you do the oh, bare minimum man, with this card of just being like, I put it on Moldrotha. Yes. Yeah. Then <laughs> then you're getting then you're getting those yeah. effects again of you can play a mm-hmm. <clears throat> so with Moldrotha, it's you can play um you can play a permanent of any type <coughs> from your graveyard once per turn. So you can play one creature, one artifact, one land, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Right. So if you if you played a creature with Moldrotha, you can't play another creature unless Moldrotha leaves and comes back. That's yeah. a new copy. As yep. it were, it's a new version. Of it's a that new card. version of that card, so yep. you get those effects again, yep. right? So you can play another creature if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. So, and that's where you get around that limitation yeah. with Lotus Petal. Mm. So, because Lotus Petal, oh, I I already did an artifact. Well, no, it's another version of um, Moldrotha, so you get yeah. to do another artifact. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty 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 busted. Wow. So Ridiculous. It, so basically, one of the combos, it's basically if you have Altar of Dementia, it's Altar of Dementia, mm-hmm. Lotus Petal, Kai's Ghost Form, and Moldrotha. Mm-hmm. You basically, you constantly sacrifice Moldrotha to the Altar of Dementia, 
fill up your graveyard. Mm -hmm. And then you you have the Kai's ghost form continually go on Muldrotha. But with the Lotus Petal, you're constantly sacking Lotus Petal for the one black. That gets you that black mana. <laughs> so you're filling up your graveyard, and now your graveyard is empty, and then you can... Um, there's ways, there's multiple ways of winning the game with with your library empty in this deck. Right. So I only have two, that being um, Jace and uh, what's the Thassa's Oracle? There we go. That's the other yeah. one. So Lab Man's the other one. Lab, but I don't have Lab yeah. Lab Man in this mm -hmm. deck. But still, so mm -hmm. yeah. Well, the other two are better for you anyway. So yeah. Yeah, I have one Planeswalker and then one creature. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if there's other ways to do that that's not Lab Man. I, I'll have to look. Yeah, I think it's only those two. I think I think it is, yeah. Yeah. So um, anyway, that is that is Kaya's Ghost Form. I'm, I remember when this card came out, when this card was released in War of the Spark, I'm like, <laughs> it's a common it's a one mana common, and it's, common, it's just so yeah, dude. It's just a common. Wow. It's so it's 60, 68 cents, sixty eight cents. I think on uh, uh, according to EDH track, it's sixty eight. It's sixty eight cents, but I'm pretty sure that uh, is that might be MTGO. It's a buck twenty nine on Card yeah. Kingdom. Yep. I'm not sure what that middle one. I'm not sure what that middle one is. It's a cheap card. Okay, that's that's pretty <laughs> much what we're trying to get at. So. That is this week's card of the week, Kaya's Ghost Form yes. from War of the Spark um, in Magic the Gathering. So, yeah, that's Kaya's Ghost Form. Jim loves this card. <laughs> when he first brought it up to me, like, oh, I hate that card. He I was thinking was a completely else. different yeah, card. Yeah, I thought it was something else. But, but yeah, this, this yeah. card's sick. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so that is this week's card of the week. I think this is card of the week number 51. I think pretty crazy. We've, wow. we've we've done a lot of those, yeah. But I'm glad we started doing this though. Yeah, I, I remember it. when we we talked about it and started doing. It. I was really yeah. really glad we started doing that. So mm -hmm. yeah, so that's all we got for you this week. Um, before we get out of here, Jim, where can people find you on the internet? Yeah, you guys can find me on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram at Jim Morgan HNH. Because can find me on Instagram at Daniel.G.Campbell, Twitter underscore DG Campbell. If you head over to our website, www.hobbiesandhappiness.com, you can find links to all of our social media accounts there. Uh, you can make sure, again, head over to our YouTube channel. If you are not subscribed, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button so you can be notified. Hit that bell so you can be notified whenever we release new content. And uh, this week, we finally released that DC deck building game uh, where. Uh, uh, it was a close one. We're just going to say it was a really close game. I guess you could say that. It, it, you could almost say you couldn't get any closer. It honestly wasn't <laughs> even close to me, for me, you know. Yeah, so we finally released that one. Uh, so go <laughs> check that out. Um, but yeah, we've got, we've, we're actually, when we, as soon as we finish this podcast, we're going to be mm -hmm. talking about other content that we want to start doing for the channel. Um, and yeah, so so again, hobbies, www.hobbiesandhappiness.com. That gets to our website. You can find everything there. And yeah, don't forget, uh, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. If you are listening to the podcast, be sure to check out those show notes so you can find all those resources that we have talked about previously. And uh, yeah, that's all we got for you guys this week. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us this week. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you in the next. We'll catch you next time. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out. We'll catch you later. See ya. Take care. Thank you.